בשם השם נעשה ונצליח. מסילת ישרים, what does it mean to be a real chassid? So the מסילת ישרים, the Ramchal, wants to bring out the idea, as the Ben Ishchai and many, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, many of Gedolim have put this out there, Pelioetz, countless great Torah giants talk about this idea that some, some people think that to be a chassid is to daven for like 20 minutes Shmon Esri, but they neglect their relationship to others. Like they don't, I think the famous story that illustrates this is, is, is Rabbi Saul Salanter, that uh, on Erev Yom Kippur, he said Shalom Aleichem to somebody that was walking in the street. The guy didn't answer him back. So again, he told him Shalom Aleichem, the guy didn't answer him back. So finally, Rabbi Saul Salanter shook him and said, why? Oh, he said, Rabbi, I, I'm totally... I'm totally apologize. It's like, I, I don't know, the books of life and death are open. But Rabbi Sohal Salanter said, listen, that's between you and Hashem. But you have to have the decency if somebody tells you Shalom Aleichem to return it. You understand? And, and it goes much deeper than that because I've just... Um, so this custom that some people don't think uh, Shabbat Shalom until they die is incorrect? That's not, that's something else. You could acknowledge the person. You could, you know, you know what I mean? You could shake your head, you could say good morning, you could say it in a different way. Or greetings, or, you know. The, I, no, the, 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 I want to go a little bit deeper um, in, in what, what I'm trying to bring out. Because Baruch Hashem, like uh, my dad, for, for around 30-some years, was a leader in the community and dealing with different issues. Some pippy, people, when it comes to money, they lose their conscience. Even though you experienced it. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes the real chassid is somebody that is meticulous in his bain adam lamakom, his relationship with Hashem, as his relationship with others. It's clear in the Rambam like that. You understand? He doesn't rip people off. He doesn't do shady things. He doesn't yell at people. He, he respects people. You understand? Yeah. Actually, Kabbalistically, the Arizal says, most of the reason you become Sarah, the most of the reason people become Gilgul, if it's returning on Hashem, you could either go to Gehenna for a few weeks or days or months and they'll get sorted out. But if you have beef with somebody and he didn't forgive you, you have to come Gilgul until you could settle the score. You understand? So he's trying to bring out that. that. And so he says, so the Ramchal at the end of chapter 19 says, the bottom line is the true chassid does not want to give pain or suffering to any creation of Hashem. Even animals. And he wants to only have mercy and uh, pity upon all the creations of Hashem. Like Rav Moshe Feinstein writes, he says, like, let's say you're walking randomly taking a jog. Why would you specifically go out, out of your way and stamp on a Ant, um, ants eating, uh, you know, some insect. It's cruel. You know, um, I just want to bring out this this idea that um, some people, you know, when we say Ashrei, Chazal tell us, whoever says Tehillah Ladavid, the Gemara Brachot says, if you say Ashrei three times, for sure you go to Olam Haba. So the Maran Bet Yosef brings in his, Nan the Shulchan and the Bet Yosef, he brings from the Sefer Old Moed 
what was not some type of magical thing, what you could kill people and say actually three times. Three times a day. Yeah. We say it three times. We say it twice in Shacharit, once in... Yes, he says the, the idea over there is not just to say it, it's to emulate it. And what do we say in Ashrei? God is good to all, right? All his creations. And his mercy is upon everything he created. And you know, the reason why Rebbe, the author of the Mishnah that put compil- compilated the entire oral Torah, got suffering is because once a, a cat, kitten came to him and he like shoot it away and Hashem said, you didn't have mercy on the kitten. According to, you know, Hashem is much more strict the greater the sadik you are, the greater chassid you are. To, to us mere mortals, God creates on a major curve. Yeah, yeah, like he's within the 25 percentile. Even though he's really a D, we'll give him a B. You know, we'll give him a, But the, the real sadikim, Hashem doesn't, you know? So he just says that, um, he says, it says in Mishlei 12, that Shlomo Melech says, he says, a sadik, he even feels the pain and suffering of his Yodea Sadik He doesn't put an overwhelming bur- burden even on his uh, animal. So for sure, you know, if you're a chassid and you have like 20 workers, you don't overwork them. Yes, then even your animal you shouldn't overwork. There's some people they're just they're very, very right. They're not the opposite. They, the opposite. No, my, my, my own daughter was working for an Israeli company. My daughter, like she says, like since the lady has this big company and they did tax returns, she's a ta- in the tax, she's like a thing, uh, accounting major. You know, some people think that since you work for them, they could do anything, give you like, they treat their employees like garbage. Is that a real chassid? No, I'm, I'm just trying to bring out the idea that the Ramchal here says, Sar we know that halachically, to pain even an animal, for no reason, is midoraita. It's a sin. That's why we're allowed even on Shabbat to go, and even though it could be a malacha deoraita, you know, to milk a cow, which is going to be the next part of this year, Malchol Yisrael, but I guess that's the theme of tonight. Uh, but uh, the, 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 we, we allow that, you know, you can bring a goy, and if the animal's suffering and moaning, because it's, you know, when the, even women, when they have too much breast milk, even that we allow. He says it has to be embodied in the spiritual DNA of a true chassid to be the epitome of mercy, mercifulness. And I tell you guys, it's no, it's no coincidence that after benching, we keep on saying harachaman, harachaman. So a lot of people, they miss the boat. To, keep, to learn Torah is awesome. Very important. The Rambam says that uh, regular laypersons used to learn nine hours a day in Spain. Wow. I don't know if Kolo people learn that, that much nowadays, but, but, um, in the end of the day, you have to carry out the mitzvot. But as the Arizal says, to learn Torah and keep the mitzvot is very important. But the whole package is also the person's personality has to be one of sterling midot. And the true chasid is somebody that it's, imbibed in his conscience to be a merciful person and a kind person. Because the Ramchal said, we learned last time, um, that a, a chassid comes from chesed, from loving kindness, right? 
And he says the true Hasid, his whole goal in life is to create pleasure to God and especially to God's children's, God's creation, right? And God forbid not to create anybody any pain. As the, as the Chazonish said, the Chazonish said, I, don't talk at my funeral and my eulogy, don't say anything. But you could say one thing. You could say I was very meticulous that I never caused harm and suffering to any human being. You know? A lot of times, God doesn't need you to hit home spiritual home runs. You know, David HaMelech says in Tehillim, Sur tov. A lot of our, our relationship is first the preeminent, you know, the preamble, the preeminently is like, be careful not to be uh, harmful and, you know, uh, hurt people, then go do good. But, you know, sometimes that's how the whole Musa movement started, you know. Rabbi Salanter saw somebody was going to go kiss the Torah in his zealousness, he shoved and kicked and pushed aside so many people. What's the point? Okay, we'll just do one more page of the new chapter and then we'll go to our halacha. He says, here's the second part of Hasidut. Chapter, oh, we're, no, we're still in chapter 19. So he says, a true Hasid, what are the two number one energies that, um, it's kind of the battery, which is putting the chassid into motion. It's what we say every time we do a mitzvah. You know what that means in Aramaic? Every time we say, we say the shemichud, we say, we're doing this mitzvah. Because Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai writes in the Zohar, Any mitzvah that you don't do with love of God and fear of God is not a mitzvah. So the chassid... He has these two, he's constantly has this love affair and fear of Hashem, Yirat Shamaim on top of his head, right? Those are the two pillars of his personality. Now, how do you know somebody fears Hashem? If he's very, um, machnia, how do we translate machnia? Always lowers his head in front of Hashem, you know? He's ashamed of Hashem, he lowers his head, he, you know, um, a Baal Gaiva is definitely somebody that's lacking Yat Shamayim, you know? Hashem says, me and a Baal Gaiva cannot be in the same thing. But uh, he, his whole personality is one of, um, he's not a brazen person. He's a very um, bashful, soft-spoken, and also hachna'ah. He's always looking that, oh, the God's, God's presence is on top of me. I have to belittle myself, right? Not to think like big shot, Always showing off. Haboshet bekarav as well. Like I said, he has he has shame. And he gives a lot of respect to the mitzvah, right? Not like these people that are davening then they're looking at Facebook and the Laker game. I'm sorry, they've missed the whole boat of davening. Even the Muslims. I was once interviewing a Muslim guy, one of our Muslim managers in the business real estate. It's it's a big it's a big thing. The Khatam Sofer writes this. It's a big chil Hashem that if the goyim have more respect for their ta- da- prayers than us, then Chas Shalom, you know, everybody's always crying to me why I prayed and my tefillot were never accepted. Well, maybe it's time to do a little introspection. 
You need to turn, which means God bless my dad. My dad always taught me one thing in life. He said, either you do something good or you the right way, 100%, or you don't do it. Don't give a half. And I can't say <laughs> the next so that sentence, a halfway job, you know, half um, baked job to Hashem. You understand? Because the Chazanish writes that the essence of Tevilah is bechol levavchen, right? Ule ovdo, we say, how do we know we need to dive in? Yeah, but there's also different levels. No, you can't be an all or nothing. No, no, it's not all or nothing. But the goal is perfection, 100%. No, no, not the goal. The essence of the mitzvah of tefillah is bechol levavchen. The Rambam writes, he says, before you dive in, you have to meditatively, and this is the Rambam speaking, which is a very, he's not like a Kabbalist, but the Rambam says, I'm saying this is even, Outside of Kabbalah, the Rambam is very pshat. He's a rationalist. The Rambam writes that when you daven, you basically take off your body and your soul has to go and connect to Hashem. So I'm saying it's a shame. So many, so many people, they miss the boat, you know. Even worse than that is talking to davening. But he says a true chassid, he, he is full of fear of Hashem and love of Hashem, right? And... Um, now, what's a symbol the Ramchal says? This is a very important idea. How do you know somebody really loves Hashem? If he's happy when he does the mitzvahs, right? It's chas v'shalom. He's like, um, it's chalila v'chas v'shalom. It's like a burden to do the mitzvahs. That shows that there's no love there. Hadevekut, another, another um, sign that he loves Hashem is that he's always thinking about Hashem. That was what... Joel, that was what Rabbi Volbi's Talmud was saying. He's saying loving Hashem is not some emotion. Emotions is hard to control. Either you have the emotion or not. To love Hashem means, means that Hashem is central. Shalom Bayit also, like when you get married, <coughs> your spouse is central. You're always thinking how to make them happy, how to please them. You call them, you know, you're worried about them. You understand? It's an issue of centrality. Another thing is zealousness. If you really love Hashem, you're not going to come two hours late to davening. There was a guy in Maor, I never forget it. Like anytime you put the davening, it doesn't matter winter or summer, he'd have to come at least 90 minutes to a, two hours late to davening. Shabbat morning. He was like, and the guy was learned. When I would ask him, I said, why you come so late? He's like, oh, I drink. It's, but, 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 I'm saying, Come to, a lot of times the proof is in the pudding. If you really love Hashem, then you're zealous to, to run to do the mitzvah. You're swift. You understand? You care about the mitzvah. You're happy about doing the mitzvah. You're always thinking about God, right? Those are all signs that you're in love. If you're missing these, you're missing love. And he says, By the way, the main type of way that we have to fear Hashem, the Rambam writes, the fear of Hashem that you fear God because He's going to make you a kebab in Gehinom and burn you and make you burnt tadig. That's not, that's not the ultimate Yerat Hashem. The main reason we should fear Hashem is why? Because He's so great and unlimited. Like the Zohar Kodesh says, Begin the Ihu Rab To realize that Hashem is in control of everything and He made everything. It's like your parents. You shouldn't, you have to fear your parents, but you shouldn't fear them because necessarily they're going to hurt you. That's a very low li- level of Yira. That's called Yirata Onish. That's a very low level, the Rambam writes. The highest level is that you fear Hashem out of, it's called reverence. You revere Hashem. You're in awe of Hashem because He's so great and unlimited and, right? He's all powerful and He can make anything happen. He's the King of Kings. 
And he says, that, again, when, when do we manifest our Yirat Romanut? Where is the exercise of Yirat Hashem? Tefillah. That's why when you talk during Tefillah, you have your phone open during Tefillah, right? You've missed the boat. Tefillah is an exercise in Yirat Hashem, right? Just, just like every um, today I worked out, right? If you want to make a muscle, if you don't use a muscle, it's so simple to fear, forget Hashem in today's society. So three times a day we need to be reminded of Hashem's awesomeness, right? Of how re- revere, to revere Hashem. What is that? That tefillah. So observe, if you're talking or spaced out or... We're living in a generation of collective ADHD, unfortunately. It's sad. And it says, so he says, when you daven, that's when you're doing the mitzvah of Yirat Shem. I never knew this. I don't remember this part of the Mesilla. So he says, especially when you're putting on your tefillin, when you're doing a mitzvah of sisi, that's where you should be doing it with the utmost Yirat Shemaim. Not like a joke, you know, some people they talk in the mitzvah and like, it's like they're, their heart and their love and fear of God is not in the midst. So there's, you know, they're just not there. Just to us, just like a robotic external act. That's what Reb Shimon Bar Yochai says. He says, any mitzvah that you don't do with love and fear, it's like you didn't do the real mitzvah. You missed the boat. You just did the shell of the mitzvah. That's why in the Gemara Brachot, in the Mishnah, it says, when you pray, first take a few seconds to know who you're praying in front of. Guys, I want to let you know. We're, we're living in a society, Rabbi Leichter was saying it on Shabbat, um, you know, uh, my, my dad, as much as he had problems, he used to always, me and him, and we would, people come to our office to, to ask for like, uh, you know, sadaka and, you know, discreetly. Sometimes me, me and my dad would always look at me in the face and say, when I see other people's problems, other people's bad bakhti, I forget my own. So there's a lot, a lot of pain and suffering out there. When we respect Hashem and daven to Hashem and Hashem says we, we don't take for granted the blessings, it's like an insurance policy, you know? But if our mitzvot are a joke, right? It just, we, we don't fear we, Hashem when we do them. We don't love Hashem and like even simcha when we do them, right? We're not with the program. Um, that's not the desirable and ultimate mitzvah. May Hashem help us to do all his mitzvahs with true love and fear and do it in the appropriate way. Amen.